This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Previously on In The Moment. What happens when you twerk the first three songs and you got 17 more songs to go? Then what? It's... Levels. That's all I'm saying. And I ain't saying that she don't deserve what she has. I wish Meg all the success in the world. But these people that are putting her in superstar status? For what? That's all I'm trying to understand. I still think she's talented, so. Who who is she ah. competing in your in your eyes? Who is she competing with in the verses? Mm. Who is Meg competing with in the mm-hmm. verses? Mm-hmm. Saucy Santana. No, she's not competing with Saucy Santana. She will be competing with Cardi B. Only because of how... No, listen, listen. (laughs) Only because of how many songs they have, mixtapes they have together. They're equal when it comes to mixtapes in hits that they have. No, they're Cardi not. B, yellow. no, listen, no, listen. Bodak Yellow would just destroy Bodak like, Yellow destroys her entire career. That's Stop it. this, Katie. But I have guess. you heard Cardi B first album? I've heard it all. Yes, Katie, I know. explain to I'm us. I'm just saying the closest comparison would be her. Hmm. And here's why. If you think about what Meg, no one knows Meg before Big O' Freak. If you listen to Meg before Big O' Freak, you can comp- it, it will beat Cardi before Bodak Yellow. That's Hands fair. Down. I only listened to it, in all honesty, because I'm being fully Hands transparent down. because of you. You made me go back and listen, and I did. <laughs> but when I heard Cardi's first album... Cardi, exactly. Her sophomore album has not happened yet, right? Meg's has. So yeah. when it comes to who has songs and more hits already out, Meg already has the upper hand in no that way, level. Katie. No way. No way. No way. No way. No way. You force, And you remember, I ain't even rock with Cardi like that at first yeah. until I heard that album. And Cardi is dope. Like, that album lyrics, is fire. It, it's not a skip on the fire. album. Not, not a not single a skip, skip on that album. That shit is crazy. Meg ain't did that. There's nothing but skip, skip to my loo when I listen to that shit. <laughs> But she just has more <laughs> songs that you can compare with Cardi than Cardi does. That's why I'm saying that. If Cardi already has a sophomore album, it'd be a little bit different. But I'm saying as far as... But you got to remember, quantity don't tracks. matter as much because it's 20 records. That's it. It's just 20 records. No matter how many you got, your 20 against my 20, who has the more quality 20? I have to go sit through and listen. I think we should do it. I think you and I should do a, okay. a, um, a Meg versus Cardi versus. You got Cardi, I got Meg. Oh, say less. Let's we do sh- it. Can we do that for the uh, live thing we're doing on, like, on Instagram or TikTok? Like, yeah. we play like to promote songs? it. Yeah, and yeah. then we can see the people's comments. Let's do a ten piece. Okay. Let's do a ten piece. Cardi ten. versus Meg. Okay. Because I don't know if we could do twenty with them yet. They're still nah, relatively yeah, new yeah, artists. So yeah, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. let's yeah, do a ten piece. Can't do twenty yet. And ain't gonna be no hottie sauce on my fucking ten piece. I can tell you that right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Ah. Say less. <laughs> Who's next? All right. Relationship advice. Just thought that this would maybe help people who are going into a relationship. I texted y'all earlier. And I just want to know, what is the toughest quality for you to adapt to or adjust to when going into a relationship? If you're not polite. Hmm. Okay. That's a different one. I didn't see that coming. You respect someone being polite that much? Mm-hmm. In all aspects of the if word. You, if you don't know how to speak to people when it comes to business, casual, restaurant, in general, no, I can't. And I say that because I've dealt with women who do not know how to speak to people. Who yeah, just, that's tough. 
I'll are disrespectful that. for no reason. It's like, girl, that it, well, well, he didn't. No, 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 no. Yeah. There's a way to talk to people, and there's a way to treat people, and there's a certain time and place for you to act a certain way. Mm. So if you don't know what the word polite means, no. Nah. I respect that. That's a good answer, Katie. Romeo, my least favorite trait. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely agree with that. I think if you if we go out to eat and like you're an ass to a server, no, that's uh, a great one. Um, but I think, and if you don't tip well, mm. that's a big one too. This might be weird, so I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Like, but uh, like too much independence. I'm all for having in, like individuality, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I also feel like we're a team, right? Like, we, we are a team. We always have to consider one another with whatever thought. I remember this girl, like, she just, it almost felt like she just wanted to be alone, and I was just being on the passenger. You was a burden. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that that for me was just kind of weird, because I felt like I was just like, wait, no, but, like, I want to feel like, because I, I think I look at my parents, and I feel like I see them as a partnership, right? At the end of the day, it's a partnership. So it's just like, no, they can be their own individual people. Like, my mom goes out and does this. My dad, like, stays home and does whatever he his boring ass does. You know what I mean? Because my mom loves going out, but then my dad stays home. But they always have, I feel like, communication of understanding that. And then I think certain times I felt with this girl, it was just kind of like, damn, like, it almost feels like you want to be single. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's so weird to say, like, too much independence because it's like, like, that's weird to say. But you don't want to feel like, damn, you want to be single so fucking bad? Like, what the fuck? Why are you even here? Why yeah. Are we, yeah. No, I get what you, I get where you're coming from because it's not, Um, it can be received as a toxic masculinity kind of thing because you, at the end of the day, you want to be a man. And a lot of times people feel as if the man just has to be needed because of his ego. Mm-hmm. But that's not exactly what you're saying. You're saying you want to feel as if we are a team mm-hmm. and there's some partnership here. I'm going to need you like you're going to need me. And at the end of the day, if you just want to be you do everything for you, then, well, what are we even doing? Right. I get that. Or, like, you can't, like I can't even, like, offer to help you because I already know you're going to say no because you, you're you so independent that you don't you can't even ha- have your boyfriend help you out. You know what I mean? That means I completely get it. Makes perfect sense. Mine, I feel like it's pretty simple and, and generic. At the same time, I think it actually goes in line with what y'all are saying. And for me, it's simple. It, it's insecurity, right? And mm-hmm. not in terms of when people hear the word insecurity, they always think it just relates to like going through someone's phone, always think someone is cheating. It's so much bigger than that, right? Like I believe that insecurity causes you to do a lot of things in a relationship. I think what you just said, Romeo, is one of them. You know what I'm saying? If you are so insecure about someone else loving you, or being there for you, supporting you, helping you, what happens? Naturally, you'll push them away. I don't need that. I don't want that. Ultimately, we all need love. We all need help. We all need support. But if you are not secure enough within yourself to accept that, then you'll you'll react that way. Mm-hmm. And what you said, Katie, I feel like it's in line with that as well. If you are insecure with who you are, sometimes you feel the need to lash out, right? And And be rude. And not be kind because you're going through something and you kind of need that in order to feel like you got one up on somebody sometimes. Right. So insecurity goes so deep and it extends so much beyond just the aspect of what's always talked about. Like someone always thinking that they're being cheated on that I've realized that's a common mistake in relationships today is I don't think a lot of the times we take enough time to fix whatever our insecurities are because we all have them, mm-hmm. whatever they may be. We all have them. It's not a matter of having them. It's a matter of dealing with them. You know, do you really take the time to fix or work on whatever your insecurities are so that they don't affect a person who was coming into your life brand new and having to deal with some shit that they wasn't there to help create? 
And I, I think that's important because if you don't have anything else, if you at least have a secure position in who you are and what you want, and you're confident within yourself and someone else brings that to the table, we could pretty much figure anything else out. Right. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I don't think a lot of people nowadays take time, like five minutes, five seconds to to internalize why did I feel this way? Why do I feel that? It's so easy to just grab your phone and ignore your thoughts. Exactly. It's so, and especially like, I think now with dating, it's so easy to just be like red flag, red flag, red flag, and, and like I'm out because you find the next thing and it's like red flag, red flag, and I'm out. But it's just like, you know, I've heard like like the story with your parents. Like they, they struggle in their early years and, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sure they probably like, if that, I feel like if your parents were young, and going through that now, it would have been so easy for them to split up. Oh, for sure. You know Social what I mean? media, all the other bullshit. Right. Absolutely. So I think a lot of times it's just like like communicate. Like these are my insecurities. This is what I deal with. Like I, when you do this or when you say this, I take it this way. I react this way because of this. And it's really just also just you looking into the mirror and being like, yo, I felt this because of this. And like real, take it, take five minutes of your day to just sit down and be like, why did I feel this way? And it's all a part of being a team at the end of the day, yeah. like you said, right? Like, okay, these are your insecurities. We're going to work on that together. These are mine. We're going to work on that together, right? Like, we are part of a team, and shooting is just not your strength, right? right. Like, I'm not going to give you the ball at the three-point line. I know I got to get you in a position where you could go to the hole, and maybe shooting is my strength, so you kick it out. That's what a relationship should look like. We should be playing off of each other's strengths in order to work on each other's weaknesses. Yeah, that's why I always feel like you can grow in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I always feel like you always hear people say like, oh, you can't grow like or change with w- when you're with somebody. It's like, no, you can if you guys are both willing to help one another and build each other up to become the person you need to be for yourself and for them. Big facts. You have to choose each other every day. Mm. Mm-hmm. That never stops in any relationship. Every day, every week, every month, every year, you have to choose each other. Who's next? All right, G of the Week is going to... Lauren M. Kruger's son. I don't know who this is, but she had a TikTok. And I saw it and I thought it was hilarious. Because her son came to her after school and told her, Mom, there's a small get-together at school this Friday. She asked him, how small? He replied, just you, me, and the principal. (laughs) (laughs) That's a teacher-parent meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but you couldn't tell him that he thought he was getting over. He thought he had his moms on that one. That was brilliant. That was something I would have did as a kid. So I don't even know. (laughs) Hey, hey, mama. A little get together. A little little get together, no food, no drinks. Small hangout. (laughs) Just the three of us trying to work it out. You know what I mean? Uh, Shout out to my man. He is the G of the week. Who's next? All right, moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah. I was dreaming about the game. I always feel like I come on here and talk about moments in life that suck. I had a moment that was epic. Yo, it was so epic, right? Every once in a while, I don't know if y'all go through this, but I'll go through a moment where you just smile at like, damn, life is a real beautiful place sometimes, right? Like if you know where to look, if you enjoy the beautiful struggle of the journey. Mm -hmm. So it was a it was a funny moment. I went to the dentist and got my cleaning. Um, it's the quickest cleaning I ever got because my teeth mad clean. I've been flossing. I've been brushing. I'm him. Like, I want y'all to know that. So shout out to Miss Brenda Wood who showed my teeth down on her Instagram because, you know what I mean? Because I'm out hey. here. I'm out here. Full cleaning. <laughs> and uh, four years ago when I got my cleaning, it took like an hour longer because I wasn't really on it like that. So, Romeo, when you finally start going, that's what it's going to feel like. It's going to be like two hours up in there. Know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I was leaving the dentist and <laughs> I wanted to talk to my grandma because I had a a long ass day 
and I always talk to my grandma on this day because Tuesdays, like that's the day where I have a little bit more time. And this day I didn't have a little more time because I was in the dentist when I should have been talking to my grandma. But my grandma called me anyway, and I was waiting on my lift. And she wanted the tea on my life and on just everything going on. And I was like, Grandma, you know, we started kicking it. And it was certain things that I was like, I ain't going to be able to tell you because I have to get in this lift. But I do want to talk to you until the lift comes. Mm -hmm. So when the lift pulled up, conversation was like, it was like, you know, when you like writing it. It was good. You was about like, to get yeah. to the juicy part. Exactly. So I'm like, damn, I don't want to like break this up. But grandma, I got to get in this lift, though. And she's like, all right. Well, I was like, well, you know, hold on one second. So I get in the lift. No lie. I'm thinking to myself, I got to remember everything I'm going to tell my grandma. Soon as I get in, close the door. The driver turns around. And she's like, hola. And I said, hola. Como esta? She said, bien. No habla ingles. I said, yes. <laughs> she ain't going to know shit. <laughs> Y'all told my grandma everything in the back of the lift. She dropped me off. She turned around. She smiled at me because I could tell she had no idea what the fuck I was talking about the whole ride. She gave me a great rating. I gave her a great rating. Life sent me the only lift in Atlanta that would allow me to talk my shit to my grandmother the whole ride. Romeo, what's the problem? What's the problem? Bro, what, what if she was lying? Right. What if it was a trap? <laughs> like, if, if, I, if I was a driver and you I didn't feel that? like talking to anybody, right? Like, yeah. we don't want to communicate. I would turn around and say straight up, like, oh, no hablo inglés. Especially if I'm bilingual. Uh, and I, <laughs> yo. So I knew y'all would do this, right? <laughs> she playing chess with you, boy. She didn't look up. Like I know. Y'all ain't see it, though. But if I'm driving and I and I hear some shit, I'm like, don't turn around, don't turn around, don't turn around, because you want to keep hearing, you want to keep mm -hmm. hearing. Why would you do that? Like, What'd you get out of doing that? Nosey, come on. If you were spilling some tea, oh, my gosh. And she was like, Mo from the Birch. If she recognized you, too, oh, my gosh. Yo, Rosie Medina knows <laughs> all my business. Yo. Yo, she knows everything. <laughs> if Rosie Medina picks you up, Tell her I said you're a fraud. <laughs> and, um... There's gonna be a lot of leaks going on. <laughs> All right. Hey, why y'all can't let me never have a moment? No, that was great. She don't speak not a lick of English. All right, Bobo. <laughs> Got him. Who's next? Real quick before we get out of here. So, I had a recorded therapy session. Why recorded? What? Yeah. So you can go back and listen to it? No. <laughs> Why was it recorded? For the listeners, hello. You gonna play your therapy session? I am. Oh my gosh, we get to hear. Oh, your traumas. Yeah. Oh. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know why I did this, but. What you said? We should we should start the, the Patreon and put that shit on there, bro. That should I be was gonna give it to the listeners for free. To be honest with you, but can a we? Sample. Okay, a we, sample. We give them a sample. Because I have a really good friend. I think both of y'all have met her. Well, I know Katie has. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. met her. Mm -hmm. Have you met her? Mm -hmm. At Blue Moon. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's an amazing therapist, honestly. Um, and so like, a lot of the conversations we have, they end up being therapy sessions. Like, truly. Romeo, you had one? Yeah. If you've ever talked to her. I mean, you know, I'd be grabbing strangers. So I was <laughs> like, stranger, come here. And, 
And then she was like, well, you know, I'm a therapist. I was like, oh, my God. God sent an angel. And I was like, can you be my therapist? And she was like, well, I know you personally now, so I can't. And I was like, conflict of interest. I was like, can you hang out with me then? (laughs) I know, right? For free. Facts. I had a therapy session with her, too. So Damn, she giving her service. Man, we got to, like, like pay her or something. Nah, for real. No, and, and this is... Well, this is not me paying her, but this is definitely me giving her a um, spotlight that I hope will bring her clientele. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. She really, really is amazing at her job, and she's an amazing person. And legally, we cannot say that she's giving us therapy. I'm just putting this out there. I'm saying no. this as a comedian. It's a joke. Right. Because they take that kind of shit really seriously, and I'm completely joking. But, I mean... Just like I'm a professional comedian. So a lot of my friends will tell you, sometimes I love talking to him, sometimes I hate it because it's, it's always fucking clouding. So sometimes I'm laughing, sometimes I want to choke him. It's the same thing with her. You have conversations with her where it's like, sometimes I feel like seen and loved. Other times I'm like, I didn't feel like crying over cheesecake. This is ridiculous, right? So we have great conversations where she pulls things out of me that I didn't even know were there. And... She had the idea one day of like, yo, I really want your listeners to know you like I do. I want them to see sides of you that I see and that your friends and family get to see. And I said, well, if that's the case, why don't we have one of these conversations on mic? And Mm -hmm. every time we have a vacation, which we have next week, there's a week that goes by where we have to not have an episode. Mm -hmm. And we hear about it. And rightfully so. So I came up with the idea to sit down with her and record some shit. Okay. And just be real and raw. And I gave her, you know, leeway to ask me whatever she wanted to ask me. Absolutely anything. And I answered everything. And it was um, about an hour and a half of what I believe is really, really good content. Okay. So. Can't wait to hear this. Well, you should be proud of me because I didn't reach out to you to get the audio. Yeah. I went to the email that you sent me. I found the link. Good. Saved the audio. So, uh. Yeah, whatever that week is where we come back where there normally is no in the moment episode, there will be one of me um butt naked. Oh, Mauricio. I'm so proud of you. Wow, that's that's Ooh. real cute, Tutu. What's her name? I forgot it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I think that was one of them. It's um <laughs> one of the things that uh we spoke about, because we got really deep, that she said, damn, I needed to hear that. And I think you should give your listeners that as well, is um I think oftentimes we look at, like, people who are in positions of any sense of success, whether it be a public figure or not. I don't know if y'all go through this, but I know I did. You think that um, their confidence never wavers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You just think they always got it together, Mm -hmm. almost to a point where they're not human. And she asked me something that was, like, regarding that. And I was honest and, and transparent. And she was like, damn. Like, I, I never thought you went through that. So I was like, well, let me say that on in a moment as kind of a, uh, I guess, sampler of what to expect. But I told her straight up, like, if you're looking at me for any sort of inspiration, I'm two completely different people on different days. Like... In all honesty, there are days when I wake up and I truly, wholeheartedly, genuinely feel like I'm the best comedian ever. There's nothing that no one ever could do with me. Nothing. Like, I'm him. I can come with content. I can be funny. I can bring you whatever it is you want. I can do anything. I'm that guy. And then there are days when I wake up 
and I think I'm a complete fucking fraud. Wholeheartedly. Like, I don't even know how this happened to me. I don't even know that I'm the guy for this. I don't even think I can continue to be the person that I need to be in order to remain successful in the position that I'm in. And I saw what her reaction was to that. And it was like, shit. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, I just never would have imagined you go through that. And I realized in that instance, I think all of us kind of go through that, right? Like you would never think that a Beyonce or someone to that magnitude wakes up on days and thinks like, why me? Am I even worthy? Can I even do this? Is this album even going to be as good as the last one? I guarantee you, everyone goes through that. Yeah, Beyonce's even talked about it in her documentaries before. See what I'm saying? That she experienced that. It's a human trait, right? And so many people who are on the journey, who are trying to get there, probably don't realize how common and how normal that feeling really is. I really believe in my heart. You can go Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, whatever comedian you want to go through, because I'm thinking in terms of comedians, like, I'm sure they all have those days. No matter how big you get, no matter who you are, Mm. you're human. You know what I'm saying? So it's just to say to anybody out there who's listening who maybe needs some inspiration, no matter what you accomplish and no matter how far you go, even when you do it, there's something else to do, right? Like you give yourself goals. I'm going to, one day I'm going to do this. And then you fucking do it. You're like, oh shit, I just did that. What's next? Then it becomes what's next, right? Now can you do, can you do that? And then you keep doing it. And at each level, there's that little voice in your head. Katie's is ratchet. Romeo's is deep. Mine is negative. Of, but can you do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't stop. And you have to keep fucking doing it to keep reminding yourself, yes, I can. And I say all that to say from wherever you are now to wherever you want to be later, yes, you fucking can. You can do it. It's a constant fight. It doesn't stop. It's just like the relationship we just talked about. It's a choice. Yes, you're going to have days where you, come, you feel like a fraud. You feel like you don't have it. But you do. And someone once told me one day, you have to learn to trust yourself even when you don't know yourself. Mm. And if that doesn't make sense to you, sit with it for a while. And I promise you one day it will. Mm-hmm. And that's also the quote of the week. Who's next? All right, before we get out of here, Sicko Award real quick. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but I feel like we just got to say a little something about it because it's that important. So, I mean, how could the Sicko Award not go to anybody who had anything to do with the Roe versus Wade situation? Hello. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. I'll give my little two cents and I'll get out the way for whatever Romeo and Katie want to say. It's a dark day for this fucking country. I'll tell you that much. Um, I am. I'm actually surprised. And a lot of times I'm not. Mm-hmm with the things that happen, but I stand with and for and in support of every woman who struggled to gain an understanding of what exactly just happened. That's a lot of years for them to just... Say fuck you. Oh, oh. Is it really your body, your choice at this point? Never has been. Do you have rights? Nope. Are you a second-class citizen? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you trying to express to the citizens of this country, to the women of this country? It's disgusting. I was raised by women. I have nothing but sisters. 
My mom, my grandmother, I sat down with them all to try to gain an even better understanding as a man because I know it's only so far my understanding can truly go. But I am hurting for the fact that how the hell did we even get here? And what's next? It's some scary shit. And with that, I give the floor to you, Katie. What's next is going to be scary, like you said. Because at this point, those who are in power are just doing whatever they believe. And it's stupid. It will always be stupid because how in the hell are you going to push your beliefs on me? I never understood the person who believes, oh, well, this is how I believe it. And this is how I see things. And I am going to force other people to see things. We are all different. We are all human beings. How are you going to push your agenda on someone else? Right. So when it comes to this thing, it should be my body, my choice. But because people want to use religion and their views, they're saying, no, my views and the God that I serve, this is how things should be when nothing is black and white, especially when it comes to abortion, especially those women who need to have an abortion because of health reasons. And what made me more so aware of this is, yes, I am a woman loving woman. Right. And I do plan to have children in the future. Right. However, I am a high-risk pregnancy because I have sickle cell anemia. Not only that, there is a high chance that if I do get pregnant, something's going to go wrong where it's going to be a life-or-death situation. And if that happens for me, the only option is going to be for me to have to get rid of this baby or else it's going to kill me. Do I want it to be that way? No, because I still want to have kids. But I'm going to have to have that option presented to me. And if you're taking that option away from me, you're saying that my life doesn't matter either. Because you see things in your own only view, in your only way. Things are not black and white. So how are you going to take away my fucking choice because of your views and you want to push that on me? Like, what I'll never understand is how people will push their views on you. No matter what your views are on anything, you should never push it on someone else. Your views are your fucking views. But to take away my right as a fucking woman, especially when the majority of the Supreme Court is fucking men, is infuriating as fuck. Fuck you and your dick. Because at the end of the day, you don't know what the fuck I go through. You don't know what I, have to, what I have to go through. All you see is black and white. And it's more to it than just a woman who's getting pregnant and trying to terminate a baby. There's so much more that goes into it. And you can never fancy, like even imagine or believe what women have to go through. And for you to make a decision on my body as a man, it shouldn't be possible. Shouldn't fucking be possible. So at this point, fuck the Supreme Court or well, those who voted against it. Fuck them. Yeah, I think all I have to say is, to answer the question of how we got here, truthfully, Trump. Half of the Supreme Court is was nominated by President Trump. And he's patting himself on the back as we speak about this shit, too, but that's not here nor there. In his rally, that woman speaking said, this is a victory for white lives, right? I, re- I saw this TikTok of um, Jane. Um, I don't know her last name, but it's this older lady who's always talked about how there's a book out there that literally talks how do we gain the majority again and is by controlling women and their abortions. That's another factor. There's so many levels. Here's the thing that I see. I'm upset at both sides. Exactly what Kristen said on the bird show. As I am upset at both sides because the Democrats have the majority right now. They're, the Supreme Court breached the situation of state and balance, right, that we have. The other two... Houses should be able to check what's going on right now because what they're doing is going against the Constitution. What they want to protect so fucking bad, 
what the founding fathers created. The first fucking amendment says that we have the freedom to religion, to believe whatever the hell we want to believe. And now what they are doing is shoving a religious belief down people's throat, down every single woman. There are women here from countries that don't believe in Christianity, Catholic, or whatever religion believes in the pro-life situation. If you are so pro-life, fix the foster care system. Those are the kids that need help right now. If you are so pro-life, fix the health care system. The United States should have health care beyond better than any other fucking country in this world and it's ridiculous that we have one of the worst healthcare systems in the world that's being pro-life being pro-life is not having immigrant kids in cages that's pro-life allowing your belief to control women is ridiculous to me you know what i'm saying because as an immigrant the way i look at it is look i know for a fact i'm not a citizen and i can't vote i get that one of the reasons we es- like we left our country and escaped it was because this was a free country. It's never There been is free. no freedom here. There's no liberty here. Right. There's no justice for all. It's what is all? It's never been. All is white people. Cool. We get that, right? Not the allies. We ain't talk to the Brunos. <clears throat> and the know. sad part to me is that when I look at what's going on in this country, it's literally like looking at the news from my country. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that my my little shithole, as that president liked to call it, is fucking getting better than what this country is, is sad. It is ridiculous. The, the whole idea. Look, first of all, like I don't understand how we can drive around or people can drive around with the United States flag on poles in the back of their trucks. That's literally what ISIS does. That's the same shit that ISIS does. And we do that. We use the flag like it's a sporting event and it shouldn't be. There should be pride in that. Like how there's always been, you know what I'm saying? Like those stars and stripes always meant like freedom and liberty no, and whatever. That's the thing. They never meant freedom and liberty for us. They meant freedom and liberty for the founding fathers who created that when minorities were not in power, when they didn't give a fuck about minorities. They only did that for who was in the majority. So until the Constitution changed to include us minorities, oh, I get that. until all that shit changed, shit, which it, it, anybody who it was originally not geared towards, nothing's going to change. So this is not new. They're using the same Constitution that they used against us then. Yes, for black people, we may not be slaves anymore. Mm-hmm. But Congratulations we're, we're to still us. woohoo. Yeah. We're still built 100%. down by the system of the quote unquote government that they built. This country was not built for us minorities. It never fucking was. So what's going on today should not be brand new. It should not be shocking because of what the country was built on and it wasn't us. So until we make it about us, shit is not going to fucking change. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, I'm proud of y'all. Y'all covered everything. There's nothing even to be said after that. Um, This shit sucks. And... Damn near every woman I know, of all the women I know and love, have been in a situation where they were, I never used the word, but they had to do something they didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to look at them and force them to have them make a decision like that, mm. coming out of a situation like that? Mm. Fuck you. That's it for me. Mm-hmm. To all the women in my life who I've spoken to about this situation, I hear you, I love you, I stand with you, I support you. That includes you, Katie. And every woman who may not have the platform to give the voice to what... You feel, I hear you, I love you, and I support you, and I stand with you as well. And that's it. And on top of that, I don't know if y'all know, but apparently Miranda Wrights are now out of here. Yes, I saw that. 
we don't get those anymore. You can't you can't sue if a cop doesn't read you your Miranda rights. It's no longer required for them to read you your rights. Hundred percent. That's the thing that they did under, you know. Yeah. They sneaked it in. They try to sneak that shit in and think we weren't going to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Emmett Till situation is out here, mm. live and in effect, and that woman is still free and she has no business being free. They uncovering a whole lot of shit that was going on back then, mm. to where warrants were released and. No one used them. Of course not. She should go to fucking jail. I don't give should. a fuck. Today. You know, should. there is a, a Nazi officer who just went to jail in, in Germany. He's 101 years old. And if other countries can fucking fix their wrongs, this country should be able to do that this too. This country is not going to do that until we change who's in power. We know what time it is. It was also implemented now that you can no longer bring evidence into the Supreme Court. What the fuck? After you were convicted. Your lawyer did a shit job. If they just got it wrong and you find yourself in prison, they are now no longer allowing you to bring evidence after the fact that further sh- proves True. your innocence. Wow. This is where we're going, man. See it if you want. But this is where we're going. This is where we are. Shit ain't going to get better. With that being said, we're going to get out of here. But I'm going to leave you with something a little lighter. I promised I would, so here it goes. The five greatest regrets... That came from people who were in an unfortunate situation because they were on their deathbed. They surveyed all of these people and asked if you could have changed anything about your life or if you regret anything about your life, what was it? Taking more OPP. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, That wasn't. That was probably six. Okay. Yeah, that was probably. Romeo, you want to add one yourself? No, no, no. Okay, just just checking. Katie, you keep that tongue scraper real close, (laughs) all right? Uh, Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Mm. Number two, I wish I didn't work so hard. Mm. That's me. Yeah. (sighs) Felt that. Number three, I wish I stayed in touch with my friends. Mm. Oh, I do. You do. You do a good job of that. Me, not so much. Number four, the courage to express my feelings. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, number five, I wish I let myself be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Right? That's, yeah. Life is short, y'all. And this country ain't making it no easier to live. But that's not here nor there. Either way, you do what you can and be who you will. Till next time, next week, bitches. Uh, so now I'm on a mission Trying to learn not to be ungrateful But the way even 
and it's small of a Rachel. Here's enough to make any man hateful. Yeah, you told me to wait true, but I mean, how long will it take you? Think quick, cause I've been so sick and I need this fix if I can't find a breakthrough. Another story I ain't gotta tell. Say you near, so I ain't gotta yell. I've been living on the main side of hell. Trying to front like it ain't got a smell. Everybody calls me a jerk, cause I act as if I'm quite fine. Cause they really can't see I'm hurt. And their problems are just like mine. So I'm trying to be alert for the chance that I just might shine. Let's get a search for the things I've lost. Afraid of what I might find.